Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. And Eric, let's have a little fun. I'm going to put you on Jeopardy. We're going to play a little financial Jeopardy. Now, you've okay, watched it a of times, right? So you know how it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You have to, you have to uh, respond in the form, in of, the form a of a question. question. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. And uh, you will win imaginary points that you can spend nowhere. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a deal. <laughs> All right. So the only difference that I'm going to add to this is that once you give us the uh, the question, I just want you to give a little bit of an explanation as to why that might be. Okay? Should be pretty easy. I think so. All, All right. right. <laughs> First one. We'll say a financial for 800 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, known by many for its high fees and broken promises, this financial product has given a bad name to some of its cousins. Oh, so what is a variable annuity? Nice. Ding, and, ding. And uh, yeah, the reason why is that when it says about um, high fees and broken promises, variable annuities do have a lot of fees inside of them. That's the only way that they make the money. The company makes the money. So. When you think about how companies make money on your money, when you think of, a, a let's say, a bank or, um, yeah, if you go in and you put money into a CD, you're actually lending money to a bank. People don't realize that, but you are. So they're paying you interest rate, but what are they doing with your money? They're going out and they're lending out your money and they're making a higher percentage off what they're lending on yours versus what they're paying you. When you put money into an annuity or other financial products like mutual funds or investment accounts, those types of things, the only way they make money is by the fees that they charge. So they have to deduct money out of your account in order to pay the companies and pay the people, those types of things. So the variable annuities do have a lot of high fees in them. From the broken promise category, that's where people hear, hey, I'm going to get the stock market or 6% or 7% or something like that. So they think, well, why wouldn't I do that? I'll go in the market. If the market's bad, I'm still getting 6 or 7% on my money. No, that's not what it's for. What it's for is potentially an income stream that you can derive from that money or for a death benefit that'll go to your heirs if you pass and that account value is higher than what your value is in your policy. Not money for you to take out in a lump sum. So that's where that broken promise comes in inside of a variable annuity. As far as giving a bad name to some of its cousins, people associate because the last word is annuity. So when they hear bad things about variable annuities, they assume fixed annuities or index annuities are the same. Totally different. They just share the last name. They are cousins, if you will. But fixed annuities and fixed index annuities are safe products. They don't have, well, some don't have any fees. Some may have a small fee, but they protect. They're not subject to the ups and downs of the stock market, and they can have guaranteed returns or you know, do a lot of great things from an income planning standpoint. So just because one cousin is odd and different, don't associate the other cousins being the same. So that's a long <laughs> explanation. But yeah, the answer to that question was variable annuities. Okay, very good. And you got that one correct. Uh, so nicely done. All right, so let's go to our second question here on Financial Jeopardy for 400. 
This requires a financial advisor to put his client's best interest before his own. Unfortunately, not all financial professionals are governed by it. So what is the fiduciary standard? Nice. Yeah. And that is true. So what a fiduciary standard was fiduciary has to do is do what's in the interest of the client, but the client's needs first and must disclose any conflicts of interest. Now, not everyone is required in the financial services industry to be on the fiduciary standard. So there's two worlds you can work within. You can be a investment advisor, registered investment advisor like we are, and you're on the fiduciary standard of care, or you can be a broker and then you fall under the suitability standard of care and suitability just means it has to be suitable for you, um, but they don't have to disclose conflicts of interest, and they don't have to do necessarily what's in your best interest. You have to prove that it's suitable, and suitable is based on age and net worth and liquid assets and those kinds of things, where a fiduciary has to, you know, you have to think of the difference between a butcher and a dietitian. okay? <laughs> so it kind of sounds kind of odd that way, but you think right. about a butcher. When you go into the butcher shop and you say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be grilling out this weekend. i got some friends coming over. They're going to sell you the best meat that they have, Right. Right. But if you walk into a dietitian and say, hey, I got some friends coming over this weekend to do some grilling out, they may say, okay, well, let's take a look at your labs. And all of a sudden they see, oh, your cholesterol is up and you're overweight. And maybe you should go and have fish this weekend as opposed to having steaks. Right, right. Okay. So a dietitian is going to take all the labs and, and make recommendations that's in your best interest. Not be what you want to hear, but it's going to be in your best interest versus the butcher is just going to show you the, the best cuts that they have available. Right? Right, right. So. Butchers sell products, fiduciaries, or dietitians looking out for your standard of care. That's really the big difference between the two. And it's hard for people to, to, to know if they are. You really got to ask because a lot of people say, yeah, we're going to do this in your best interest, but they not, may not have to do what's in your best interest. So the only thing you can do is really ask, yeah. are you a fiduciary? Exactly. Yeah, just ask the question. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, I can never think of the butcher analogy without thinking of Tommy Boy, though. Uh, that movie with the uh, with the butcher part, and I won't go yeah, into I, it, but <laughs> if you've seen exactly it, what you're talking you about, yeah. know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, so very good. So you, you've you got that one correct as well. So you are doing quite well on Financial Jeopardy, as we would expect. This one, I think, well, we're going to say this one's Financial uh, 1200. This one, this one might be tough All um, right. based on the way this is written. So uh, this financial phenomenon is thought by some to be imminent and by others to be off in the distance. But there's no denying it'll be back eventually. Hmm. Do you need the music? Uh, la, 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 uh, la, yeah. la. <laughs> I would say, what is a market correction? I will accept that answer. Absolutely, yes. Bear market, yeah. market correction, yeah. Yeah, so some people think, they always think it's going to correct. You know, if you ask two people um, what they're thinking about the market, they give totally different answers, yeah. right? Yeah. So the thing is, markets are always going to move up and down. Now, what causes them to go into this correction territory, which is, you know, down more than 15% is considered a correction, it depends on what's going on in the economy, right? Depends on what's going on with trade deals right now or those types of things. Mm -hmm. But People think corrections and economy move hand in hand, and that's not necessarily the case. And I've talked about this before because I heard this on a financial podcast I was listening to. You have to think of the stock market and the economy. The economy is, let's say, a person walking their dog okay, through a park. Now, the person is going to enter the park and then exit the park, so they're going on kind of a path. Now, the dog on a leash is going to be kind of zigzagging going all over the place, right? So they're going to be chasing this thing and peeing over here and smelling this thing and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But they exit out the same place. So they go to the same spot, but they take kind of different paths to get there. 
So the dog is zigzagging all over the place, right? That's the stock market. The economy is going to have more of a gradual, not so an erratic uh, path, right, if you right. will. Okay, so that's how you have to correct. That's how you have to think about that. So corrections are natural. It's natural for stocks to go down. It's natural for stocks to go up. You just have to understand how that works. What hurts you in retirement is when you need the money and it's in a correction territory, but you still need the money. So, you know, you don't want to sell when things are down. That's that's that really hurts. That's called reverse dollar cost averaging. So that's why your plan needs to have safe places to take money from smart, safe places to take income from that you need in retirement. That's what works in a plan. That's what we build here at, at Peterson Financial Group is showing you smart, safe places to take the income that you're going to need, knowing that we're going to have some money in the market and that money's going to be working for you in the future. And it's going to go up and down. But when we need it, we're going to move it to these smart, safe places when you need it. So that's uh, what a true fiduciary will do for you is make you understand what's in your best interest so that your plan will succeed. Well, you're listening to Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson, 515-226-1500, your number to call, 515-226-1500 for that complimentary retirement readiness review. We are playing Financial Jeopardy with Eric, and uh, as expected, he's doing quite well. So, so far, he's gotten all my questions. He got my hard one there. So, uh, I got a couple more for you, but I think you're going to probably ace this considering where you're at now. So this one, I guess, would be if I did uh, if I did four hundred and I did six hundred and I did twelve hundred. Let's go with uh, financial for four hundred. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, this is mandated by the IRS. These force retirees to drain their retirement accounts, whether they want to or not. Oh, that's an easy one. What is a required minimum distribution? You are correct, sir. So, and that is, and I love the part where you asked uh, whether you want to or not. The government doesn't care. <laughs> right. They want their taxes. So there's only um, a couple of ways you can stop taking the minimum distribution. None of them are attractive or good recommendations. So the first one is, is you get to stop taking them when you pass away. So death always gets you out of a lot of things when it comes to the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, which is probably worse than death, is running out of money. Yeah. Right. So if you deplete your retirement accounts, your IRAs, 401ks, those types of accounts, you don't have to take them in distribution because guess what? You don't have any money. So two strategies I do not recommend if you want to get around having to take a minimum distribution. But if you do have money and you are living and you're past 70 and a half, you have to take some money out. Now, it doesn't mean you have to spend it. just means you have to take it out, pay tax on it. What you do with it after there can be a whole bunch of things you can do. And right now... If you are over 70 and a half and have to take required minimum distributions and you are charitable, um, you can do what's called a qualified charitable distribution. Have that money sent directly to charity. You satisfy the RMD, but you don't pay tax on what you give to the charity. So something that you should be talking to to your advisor. If you don't have one, talk to us, and we can certainly help you with RMD planning, one of the things that we do here very well, Peterson Financial Group. All right. Well, you're acing this financial jeopardy, and of course, death gets you out a lot of things. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it does. A lot of it tax really issues does. Are Just ask Elvis, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So our final one here on our financial jeopardy. This one is the easiest one. Uh, this one was for 200 uh, and it is this common staple of retirement, known also as a defined benefit program, is quickly becoming scarce across the American landscape. And that would be what is a pension? You aced the whole thing. Congratulations, sir. You win a whole lot of points that you can spend nowhere. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> great. Uh, but it is true that these are these are decreasing. Why I was uh, out of the office, uh, General Electric announced it's freezing pensions yeah. for some of its employees. So, yeah, it, it, they are expensive for companies to operate um, because they have to take into account life expectancies. 
and people are, again, we talked about health and wealth, and people are taking care of themselves, guess what? They're going to be paying a lot more for you than what they may have anticipated. And also, low interest rates, high volatility are causing the plans to be you know, very taxing as well. So right. they're reducing them, eliminating them, freezing them, all those kinds of things. So it falls on the shoulders of you, the retiree, in order to replicate the pension. And what really is a pension? A pension is just income for life. And can you replicate that? Absolutely. There's ways that you can get your own personal pensions to maintain an income stream. They'll pay you for the rest of your life and even your spouse's life. You just have to find out about those. So when you come in for a retirement readiness review, we're going to show you all the options that are out there to solve your problems, your issues, if you have issues. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.